Welcome to the Pickle of Baloney File. Uh, this is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hi, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello. And today's case, or today's, I guess it's case that we're covering, that we should get solved by the end of the conversation, is uh, the Zodiac Killer. This was my choice. Did you guys know much about the Zodiac Killer before t- this week? Basically, all I knew is... It was something that happened in the late 60s in the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, I knew that it was an unsolved mystery. Right. So I'm, I'm sure Robert Stack's been on the case. I think so. <laughs> Except now he's dead, so he's probably not on the case. So much. <laughs> I, I honestly, I knew, I guess I knew about the cabbie that was shot. Yeah. Because um, wasn't there, there, I think there was a movie in theaters not too long ago. Maybe the trailer had a part of like where the cabbie gets shot and um, maybe where he's dressed up. With kind of the hood and the sash with the Zodiac symbol. Yeah. That's pretty much all I knew. Yeah. So it was uh, Zodiac by uh, David Fincher was the director. He did Seven and what else did he do? Fight Club? Uh, he's a great director. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so that came out, I think, in 2007. That is based off of uh, these two books. One's called Zodiac. It's a yellow, they call it the yellow book if you're inside the Zodiac circles. And the other one is called Zodiac Unmasked. And it's by this guy, uh, Robert Graysmith, who was a cartoonist at the San Francisco Chronicle during the time when they started receiving the letters from Zodiac. And he became obsessed with the case. So that book is kind of seen as like the I guess foundation for Zodiac research. We can get into that, that a little Jake, bit. That was Jake Gyllenhaal in the in the movie Zodiac. Do you say Gyllenhaal? Is it Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. Dylan, Dylan <laughs> it's French. <laughs> Maybe it's Gyllenhaal, like El Polo Loco. Is El Pollo Loco? But, but uh, he's a cartoonist. Go- yeah. Yeah, he was a cartoonist, yeah. If you go online, there's like this massive Zodiac community um, on a f- several websites. It's like this case that tends to absorb people and basically take over their lives and they become obsessed with it. And so like I was just on the chat rooms uh, last night. There's still like it's still like so active every day. There's always people on there chatting with new theories. And what's the latest and greatest theory <clears throat> about who who it is or. Yeah, so. There's a couple of main, there's a few main theory guys. One of them is John Voigt, or not John Voigt. The actor. It's a national treasure. He's driving around in John Voigt's car. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Tom Voigt, and he has a site called ZodiacKiller.com. That was like the first big website, and it's still probably the biggest one. He thinks that his guy is a guy named Richard Gajkowski who was a editor of a sort of alternative San Francisco newspaper in the late 60s, sort of like a hippie newspaper. He believes he's a Zodiac. That's his sort of main guy. Um, there's another one out there. Ba- uh, what's uh, what's his theory of as far as For Gajkowski? So yeah. uh, the name Geik is in one of the Zodiac uh, ciphers. Also in the newspaper that he edited, he was the editor of, there's lots of weird zodiac type mentions and even like out of place sort of zodiac killer advertisements on well not advertisements but like <laughs> <laughs> need somebody killed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know there's a lot there's always circumstantial evidence the thing with zodiac is there's zero hard evidence pointing to anyone so the hard evidence that they actually have on the case is they have Uh, fingerprints on the cab that have not matched anyone they have fingerprints on off of the uh, phone booth 
uh, Lake Berryessa, where Zodiac stopped after killing, after uh, doing the attacks, and stopped and made a phone call. And they also have, let's say, they have a palm print on one of the one of the letters. And the last one is DNA from potentially DNA from the stamps from the letters. I, I really believe that it's Arthur Lee Allen is the Zodiac killer, and that's who this guy Robert Graysmith based his books off of. It's what the movie's based off of. He's sort of the leading. He's been the leading suspect for years. He's he was the cops' leading suspect. They served him three search warrants. Yeah, I I can't believe you would serve somebody three search warrants if you didn't have some real just cause. But then to turn up no evidence after three search warrants right. is kind Very of disappointing. Yeah. It is odd. Yeah, here's what I think happened with the whole Zodiac case: is that they were going, they were closing in on him at the end. There, they were they were going to actually uh, indict him. He died like it was within a week or two weeks before they were going to do that. He actually just fell over dead. Um, he had like kidney disease. And he was only 58. And so I think at that point, the, the cops were so convinced that it was him that they kind of maybe held off on further investigations. They couldn't really indict someone that's dead. And then in 2002, there was this big report that they had done DNA testing on the stamps and it eliminated Arthur Lee Allen as a suspect. But in 2018, the police department came out and announced that the DNA that they had used to eliminate Arthur Lee Allen was from the front of the stamps, not the back of the stamps. And so they basically put Arthur Lee Allen back in the, back in play. Somebody licked it, the front of the stamps. Well, they, that's what they said. They pulled DNA off the <laughs> he like, He's for full, full coverage. <laughs> so I think what happened was 2000, before 2002, like John, like John, Tom Voigt and, uh, and the other guys, I think, were still pretty hot and heavy on Arthur Lee Allen. That report came out, but that report was wrong. It basically eliminated Allen, but it shouldn't have. So in that time since then, these other these other theories have developed. But really, I think Allen's kind of back in play for a lot of these guys. They don't like directly say, you know, this is absolutely Allen, but a lot of them say now, like, it, it could very well be Allen. Um, he's not out of the running anymore, so... So what's some clinching evidence right. so, for Arthur Lee Allen for you? Yeah, so for me, um, let's see, there's tons of it. I mean, there's just so much circumstantial evidence for him. If you want to go through, like, the crimes, he's just, he's at all of the locations where all the crimes are. Which is um, very random. Yeah, Vallejo. Yeah, if you talk about Vallejo, it's back in the late 60s, Vallejo is not that big. I heard it was like 70,000 people. The first... Well, there's one murder that took place in Riverside, Sherry but Joe Bates murder. That one, that a lot of people don't know for sure if that one is is a Zodiac crime. Zodiac took credit for it, but okay, refresh my memory. Is she the one that was kind of a student that was leaving the library? Yeah, she got in her car. Okay. Uh, the car wouldn't start. Well, actually, we don't even know that. We just know that they found her car. The distributor cord uh, was pulled. And so someone sabotaged her car. She was found dead in an alleyway, like maybe a hundred yards away. So Zodiac wrote a letter and said, you know, this is what, how I did it. I pulled the distributor wire. I, I went, I waited until the car wouldn't start. I went up to her window and I asked her if she wanted to ride. She did. Then as we were walking through these dark alleyway to get to my car, I said, it's about time. Don't you think? And she said about time for what? And she goes, it's about time for you to die. And then he attacked her and stabbed her with a knife. 
the reason why people tie that to Zodiac is because he took credit for it, but there's also they also found a desk inside the library. On the bottom of the desk, it wasn't in the desk. It was like, you know how you used to have this old desk where the desk itself would sort of flip up and you could write on yep. it? Yeah. On the bottom of that, in one of the storage rooms or something, they found a, a poem that was really dark, and the handwriting analysis guy matched it to Zodiac. That's a weird thing that it is a weird piece of evidence yeah the police go looking for that under the desk yeah it's odd and who knows when that was written exactly i mean it was kind of in a storage area i think the police in riverside actually believe they have a guy that they have pinned for it it's like the sherry joe bates's ex-boyfriend who was making all kinds of statements about her you know take took off when he found out she was at the library they really pin her they say that he went back to the scene that night with his friend so they they really have him down as the killer and it's possible that's true that that uh, zodiac just took credit for it um he did take credit for other like there was a, a murder of a cop that he said that he did but he actually didn't do um, how many murders total didn't he claim like 37 he claimed 37 and then maybe even more didn't he write in one of his letters like uh, Zodiac 30, Cop 0 yeah, or something. Yeah, he kept writing like Zodiac 7, Zodiac 9, and then he got up to 37, uh, which is actually possible. Arthur Lee Allen is also uh, one of the prime suspects in the Santa Rosa kidna- uh, hitchhiking murders. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. No, I have not. So there was all these uh, teenage girls that were... Back then, you could hitchhike. It was a lot more common. and But all these girls were founding up, uh, being found dead. Uh, there were a lot of them were stripped of their clothes. They weren't sexually assaulted that they could tell, which was another sort of hallmark of Zodiac. He didn't actually rape any women. And they were all around that area during the time that Lee, you know, that Arthur Lee Allen was living there. The thing that they kind of tie him to is that, uh, he collected chipmunks. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, uh, were they stuck? He, what? Yeah. He was big into chipmunks. He, would trap them and keep them alive. He would do autopsies on them when they when they did the first. Uh, did he did he train them to sing? <laughs> I did don't he, know, but did he train them to masturbate like David Ferry? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh. So when they did the first search warrant, they opened up his freezer and they found all these chipmunk parts, like hearts and brains and things, and uh, chipmunks all over his all over his place. Anyway, so on the wow, that's that's bizarre. I I've. I've done a lot of research. I've not heard about that. Yeah. That's strange. So on the so did he like did he taxidermy them himself? Or something? He wanted to be. He was taking. He was like a lifelong student, so he was taking classes in biology and everything. He was doing studies on them. I don't know what, but anyway, the Santa Rosa hitchhiker murders. A lot of the bodies were found with chipmunk hairs on them, and so that's why they think Arthur Allen could be that killer. Didn't they do handwriting analysis of Arthur Lee Allen and they said it did not match his handwriting? Yeah, so he doesn't match the prints and he doesn't match the handwriting analysis. Yeah. And that is that's the major things eliminating him. There is a there is a theories as to why they don't match though. The the big one on handwriting is that Arthur Lee Allen was ambidextrous. Yep, I've read that. Yeah. Um and that he basically people think that he wrote the zodiac letters with his right hand. But he was really, he wrote normally left-handed, apparently. Or it was the other way around. I've seen uh, his handwriting with his his uh, non-main hand. 
and it's really neat. And it actually looks to me pretty close. I mean, I don't, I don't understand this whole handwriting analysis thing, but I've seen samples of his handwriting that looks very close to Zodiac's, but apparently they ruled him out. The thing I have not figured out about him is what was his kind of IQ or intelligence level because he was a teacher, right? right. Until he got fired from that. Yeah, he was. They, actually, his IQ, he claimed it was 136, which is, which is really high. Yeah. It's not quite genius level, but it's really high. Um, he was a teacher. He got fired for uh, basically molesting inappropriate touching of a child. He actually went to jail later, prison, for essentially raping uh, a 14-year-old boy. Which is, you know, that's absolutely true. He is a child molester. That's like in the books. Everybody knows that kind of thing. He looks like one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I've read the Zodiac uh, Unmasked book a couple times, actually. And I just listened to it again. I just took a trip. And so either Arthur the Allen is the Zodiac and I just got a bunch of good information. Or I just listened to 17 hours about a pedophile from the 70s. <laughs> 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 yeah. Time well spent. it's terrible um so (laughs) if you go past riverside the main ones that there's like the canon of zodiac was uh, ones the first one was at lake herman road which was i think about six six minutes from arthur lee allen's house so there's lake herman road which was sort of a lover's lane area where kids would go to make out in cars. That was the first one in the, around the Vallejo area. Six months later, there was Blue Rock Springs, which was um, another a park in the Vallejo area. That was one that's also interesting. After that one, he made a phone call to the police. So that one is about six minutes from his house. The other one's about four minutes. The phone booth where the call was made to the police is like 0.4 miles from his house. And the real, I think the whole thing hinges on the second murder, which was the Blue Rock Springs one. The girl, yep. the girl in that car is Darlene Farron. Don Cheney uh, said that Lee, the only girl Lee ever paid attention to or even mentioned or cared about, was this cute girl that used to work at the IHOP by, by his house. And he said, I think it was around '67. She worked at the IHOP, and and Arthur Lee Allen would talk about her. Don Cheney. That this is one thing that I found interesting is that um, she didn't work at the IHOP at the time of the murder. She worked at another Waffle House. But Don Cheney got it right on something that he shouldn't know is that Darlene Farron worked at the IHOP during that 1967. So he identified Darlene Farron as the one that uh, Arthur Lee Allen had a fixation on without even knowing that it was her. Um, so I so I heard that part. Yeah. But then doesn't that kind of contradict? You know, it seems like maybe he's not interested in age-appropriate women. Right, you know, right. it seems like maybe Arthur Lee Allen was kind of interested in children. He was, and so that I feel like there's a contradiction there. But I mean, mm. I don't know. I don't know if something to me makes me think that he wanted like the stable, like family life kind of a thing, or something. Or at least the appearance of it, maybe. Darlene Farron was no, like friendly to everyone. I think she was. I don't think Arthur Lee Allen had much luck with women in general. People weren't friendly to him. He was just an odd type of guy. Like he didn't fit in. <laughs> hey, do you want to see the chipmunks in my freezer? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect pick of life. Yeah. And and uh, Darlene Farron was like friendly to everybody. She actually had like essentially uh, affairs a lot, is what people say. Um, like the guy that she got that when she was killed, she was uh, shot with this guy, uh, Michael Majot. He wasn't her husband. She was married at the time. 
But she apparently was pretty flirtatious, had boyfriends and stuff like that. She was probably friendly to Arthur Lee Allen. If you Google map Arthur Lee Allen's house, it's at 26 Fresno Street in, in Vallejo. And then you, you find where the IHOP is, you could probably, it's 0.1 miles. It's like 500 feet. And he would go there all the time And when she was a waitress. So he knew her. So that's a strong thing that ties her, him to the Zodiac killings. Um, Maybe he just liked pancakes. Yeah. 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 He would continue to go into IHOPs even into the 80s, like this one. Because when you read on message boards, it's kind of interesting because you get a lot of feedback from people that actually live in Vallejo or knew him personally. And this one guy was like, Yeah, me and my buddy went into an IHOP in Vallejo in the 80s. And we were asking the waitress if they ever knew about the Zodiac Killer. And she goes, Yeah, he comes in here all the time. (laughs) And and then they look up at you. Yeah, she goes, there he is right here. He's coming in. And it was Arthur Lee Allen. And they said to him, are you? Weird. And they said, are you the Zodiac Killer? Something like that. And he just kind of laughed at him. And he said, I'll buy these guys, put these guys' coffee on my tab. In Vallejo, I also read that, like, in the police department in Vallejo, there's a sort of a rumors or common consensus that they had actually broken into his house previously and found the guns that linked up to the the ballistics of the murders, but they did it illegally. And so they Uh couldn't use those guns. Uh And so that's sort of the prevailing rumor in the Vallejo police department um, to why they say they never found any hard evidence, but they probably did. They just broke into his house. Arthur Lee Allen actually claimed that the cops were breaking, I think breaking into his house and stuff. Was this Arthur Lee Allen's trailer or his mother's house? His mother's house. Okay. Yeah. So he had a numerous trailers on the, did you guys read about on the uh, on the search warrant that they did? They showed up, and the manager of the trailer park said that Arthur Leon had just taken off right before they got there. So the theory is that he got tipped off. He was maybe friends with police, um, and that he got tipped off. He even left his front door open when they got there; it was open, and that he had just left and potentially left with evidence, and then came back. I don't know. That's the theory, anyway. Can you imagine being a manager at a? Uh... A trailer park? How many murders do you think you have to deal with every year? <laughs> I know. I know. They have like a permanent parking spot for police cars. <laughs> Murder investigations park here, please. <laughs> Zodiac killer investigations parking spot. The, there's a great report on this guy, uh, George Bauer. He was an investigator towards the end there when, when they got the last, when they were going to indict him. He has a, a, a list of like 37 things. It says circumstances with indi- which indicate Arthur Lee Allen is in fact the Zodiac Killer. And that is a great list to just go down. If you read through the whole list, there's like, well, of course he's the killer. Look at all this stuff. The big thing is Cheney, his friend. Cheney uh, came and said that Arthur Lee Allen on January 1st, 1969, they, Cheney had went to his house. They had this long conversation and Arthur Lee Allen told him all these things. He told him that he was going to uh, start killing people. Or it, it, basically, they were kind of brainstorming. Like he was saying, maybe it was going to be a novel or just an idea. Um, did you guys watch the, uh, his name is Arthur Lee Allen? Uh, yep. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So Bauert was the short guy. I always try and impersonate him when I'm driving around. Sometimes thinking about the case, I'll <laughs> talk like him. And uh <laughs> Because he talks like this, and uh, and then the other guy is Sandy Panzarella, 
who was yep. and he talks in this weird long slur like he goes, uh, I do the island, uh. <laughs> what friends. is up with that guy? I know. <laughs> I know. This is a zodiac, and uh, it's like one long sentence. <laughs> but, uh, now, how um, did Cheney and uh, and Arthur Lee Allen become friends in the first place? So Cheney was, anywhere? yeah, Cheney was friends with Arthur Lee Allen's younger brother Ron Allen, and they went to school together in Pomona. Um, uh, and that's that's the Sandy Panzarella guy. They they went to school together too. They all lived together in a house. Ron, the younger brother, really looked up to Arthur Lee Allen. Arthur Lee Allen would stop by their house a lot. And in fact, he actually, where their house was, was by the, uh, this, one of the other murders that's suspected of being of the Zodiac, early one, 1963. Arthur Lee Allen came down that weekend and visited them. And the murders happened right around there. And they said Arthur Lee Allen came in the house. And this is the story where he comes in the house with a machete unannounced and just walks in and slams the machete into the table so that was that weekend announce your presence with authority (laughs) there's nothing weird about that yeah with don cheney so what don cheney basically these are the things that he says that arthur lee allen told him he said that he was going to call himself zodiac he was going to murder people and then write letters to the editor of newspapers taunt the police potentially be hired out as a hired gunman kind of a thing um let's see he tried to do that with with that nightclub owner. You're right exactly he? yeah if you can believe the nightclub owner that's another thing is he's a pretty shady character to believe he was up for thir- getting 30 years in prison and he basically said okay i'll now i, I have this big card i'm gonna play to to buy myself out yeah. of it um but he also said that uh he would tie up uh, no, he would uh, attach a flashlight to a gun so they could shoot in the dark. Um, the first attack happened in the dark, and it was with really great accuracy in the dark. Um, the Zodiac Killer also bragged about taping a, a flashlight to a gun and using it. Uh, he would and This use... was all things that Cheney claimed? That, yeah, Cheney uh, claims that Alan told him. He said that he would fool women stopping their cars by claiming they had problems with their tire and then loosen their lug nuts and then when the tire came off, he would take them captive. That's something that the Zodiac probably did. There's a case of a lady that claims that she was taken captive that way in that area around that time. Um, Zodiac actually took credit for it. It just seems to me that in that one conversation that he would divulge all that. I know. It's, it's weird. That's where I don't believe Cheney. Cheney yeah. seems like an attention seeker, and he seems like a guy kind of like when you already have – it's like a psychic that's already kind of got a little bit of information out of you. They can kind of just lead you with, mm. you know, it's, it's stuff that's already known, you know, and yeah. maybe he just fills in a few blanks of basically it's information that can't be uh, proven or disproven at this point. Cause right. Arthur Lee Allen's dead. Right. And the whole thing about the, he said that he helped uh, mail some letters for him once and mm-hmm. he licked the stamps and he, put his fingerprint into a ball of paraffin wax. I'm like, that's just, I'm like, why would, okay, that stuff's just weird. What's that got to do with it? Right. You know, yeah. it's like, he's covering his own butt someday. If they ever get evidence on him, you know, right. That Bauer guy believed that Cheney knew more than he was letting on. Tom Voigt interviewed Cheney, I think in 2002, I don't know if Cheney's still alive. He, he was pretty old, but he interviewed him in 2002. You can read it on his website. This little, 
long transcript, this long conversation. And if you read it, it seems pretty genuine. It seems like the guy's telling the truth. He didn't deviate from anything from his original story. I don't know. It's interesting. The whole thing, if Cheney is telling the truth, then Arthur Lee Allen is the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, Has Cheney ever taken a polygraph? He passed. Then- uh, he did. He he, oh, okay. he took one and passed it. He took another one. I think they said it was inconclusive. He came in hungover. Um, That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did hear about it. Yeah. He was too drunk to take the polygraph. Yeah. I think Cheney, I think my, I do believe him. I think that he probably was playing along with Alan and talking to him and probably more engaged in the conversation than he lets on, you know, just to talk all day about that kind of stuff. I think he was probably, you know, you know, like if you sometimes like even us, we have conversations where we'll just go on a tangent and just brainstorm off that tangent, funny things or interesting things. I think he was probably pretty engaged with that conversation. And I think he feels bad about it. The thing that uh, he also heard Arthur Lee Allen say was that he was going to basically set a bomb, blow up a bus, t- uh, school bus tire. And then they use, he used the phrase, pick the kitties off as they came bouncing out of the bus that same line was used by a Zodiac in yeah. a letter. Cheney so, said that. Yeah, Cheney said Arthur Leon told him that. And he also, the big thing also was the Zodiac watch. So he got that watch. And I don't know if they've ever found another spot where the Zodiac symbol that he used and the name Zodiac appear together. No, other, that's it, yeah. as far as I know. Right. So that watch was likely the impetus for him coming up with zodiac and and all that the date that wasn't there a type they found a type a royal typewriter didn't have to do something with yeah so the typewriter they found in his place matched the font and style uh of the sherry joe bates murder letters yep yep and there's just there's there really is so many things there's even another guy besides cheney that cheney doesn't even know uh, this guy tucker his last name's tucker him and his wife they claim that prior to the killings arthur lee allen showed them letters. Arthur Allen had this gray box in his apartment uh, down there. And he, he said, he show, he said, I'm going to show you guys something that I don't show anybody. And he pulled out these letters and he said, these letters were written by an insane person at wherever he used to work at Catascadero. And he said the letters themselves had all these signs and symbols on them that the Zodiac later used. Um, okay. And so, and these, and Tucker also claimed that, Arthur Lee Allen would brag about shoot, being able to shoot things at night, I think was taping a flashlight to his gun. Chipmunks. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that part of it. There's things he spelled words wrong, just like Zodiac did. And even the same words wrong on purpose, like Christmas, he spelled with two S's and, yep. and so did Zodiac. Or they said he, he wrote, he wrote a letter to a family member once and wrote Christmas as two words, like Christmas. Yes, yeah, so that was another the thing. Zodiac did the same thing. Yeah, in Zodiac's writings, the suffixes and prefixes are often divided. So, like the word Shirley would have sure and then a space and then Lee, L Y. And um, Arthur Lee Allen did that when he was writing with his offhand. And I've heard that people that so like if you grew up like back in the day if you were naturally left-handed they would try and force you into being right-handed and they did that with him his teachers forced him into writing right-handed but it wasn't ever his natural style and apparently that can cause some psychological damage to doing that to a kid 
but it also causes people to do that sometimes they they're not free flowing with their writing they actually like break up words because it's not a natural it's sort of a stilted way to write Mm -hmm. um so the case of the cabbie yeah wasn't there some witnesses that saw someone running away and then they showed them pictures of arthur lee allen and they said it wasn't a match it was kids uh across the street they heard the gunshot they looked they were looking out the window and watching him down uh, sort of wiping down the cab and sort of messing with the guy. They're tearing his shirt. He tried to get him set to set up in the cab after he died. Well, he cut off a piece of his shirt, like as yeah. a souvenir and then yep. mailed it into letter. Right. Um, they identified him as having a crew cut. And then he went around he, afterwards. He walked away. Like one of the kids actually ran outside to try and follow him, but couldn't find him. Um, the cops, they called the cops right away. The kids, even as, even as he was doing it, they were on the phone, I think with nine one one. So cops were there pretty quick. They actually, they actually pulled up to a guy that was walking down the sidewalk and they started to question him, but they got heard on the radio that it was supposed to be a black male. And so yep. they let him go. Mm-hmm. Zodiac would let her write and say that that was him. Um, that cop, those cops didn't report it until like a month or weeks later because they felt ashamed that they'd let him go. If you read that guy's report, I can't remember his name, but he basically said the guy was five foot ten. He was had barrel chested. He was stocky. I walked with a weird kind of a gait and maybe a limp, but he had a hair. And so they think Walter. They think that Zodiac was wearing uh, wigs, basically. Um, Walter or Walter Arthur Lee Allen walked with a limp. There's people at the Lake Berryessa site before the shooting happened, before the stabbing happened. There's people that saw a man sort of walking around sort of suspiciously with a limp, a big kind of a larger man. <laughs> man walking around suspiciously with a <laughs> sad hat with a satanic symbol yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, at Lake Berryessa, they found a footprint. It was of a wing walker shoe. It was a, a shoe that you could only buy in a military uh, like outpost place. You had to have access to it. Arthur Lee Allen. Like a red, had, like a red wing shoe? Like uh, <laughs> that well, only the Amish buy? Yeah. Well, I think it was, you could only get it on like military bases. Yep. Arthur Lee Allen had access same, to Same to shoe that. size, 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Zodiac talked about bombs, keeping bombs in his basement. When they raided Arthur Lee Allen's house, they found bombs in his basement matching the descriptions of the drawings that the Zodiac had drew. And that's a pretty big one. There's one that's sort of obscure that, that I like the most is tying him to it is that Arthur Lee Allen referenced this play called the Mikado. And there's these words, he, he gives a quote from the play and then he says, tit willow, tit willow, tit willow. Right. And I don't know what that means, but it's part of the song in the play. A teach a kid that used to be in his classroom said that, in the 60s, whenever he was there, he'd get frustrated. He'd put his head down on his desk and he'd say, tit willow, tit willow, tit willow to himself like three times. And the thing that I find interesting, not only that it's like that and it's in the Zodiac letters, but he actually gets it wrong on both cases. The, the actual lyric is willow, tit willow, tit willow. And both Arthur Lee Allen and in the Zodiac letter got it wrong. It, they said the word tit willow three times. That's not the lyric. And I just thought that was an interesting little aside that there's huh. lots of things like that. that um, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, one other thing that's big is that Arthur Lee Allen, not only to Cheney, but to others, would always talk about this book that he loved, The, the Most Dangerous Game. Do you guys remember watching that movie or anything in school or reading that story? Yeah. I think I read yep. that book. Yeah. He would, he would reference that all the time 
that he thought it would be fascinating to hunt people because they were they would be more challenging than hunting animals. And so apparently Arthur Allen would talk about that all the time. And Zodiac also talked about that all the time in his letters, which is just another odd coincidence that they would both so reference are that. There, there are still letters undeciphered, right? Yeah, the only one was actually deciphered. Oh, just one? Yeah, okay. the other ones were not. You know, I, it'd be I, awesome if one was just like in pig Latin and they hadn't figured it out all these years. Uh, I kind of think that uh, that they're non-decipherable. I kind of wonder if they're not. There's nothing to them. There's no. That's what I think. I think they're just nonsense. I think they're just to. He's trying to throw everything he does is to throw people off yeah. and keep them looking, you know, in just every which way, and it leads nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Think how much time I, has been wasted on those trying to figure oh, it out. Oh man. Right? Oh, You'd be man. so happy about that. Yeah, I uh, I remember when I was in middle school or something. We were you ever you know the, Matt? What was that show we used to watch where you'd start to guess things and then blocks of like a square would be removed and you start to see part of the picture and then more of the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but then the picture itself would phrase out a word like like if you took the word like for example if you took the word wood and then you put it under something it would be under wood. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Cat categories or anyway, um, I remember doing that as a kid. We in middle school we we tried to make those for people. And I put one up on the board that was didn't make any sense, it didn't have any answer to it. And it was fascinating to watch everyone like be so invested. <laughs> in so show. Aaron, where where were you in the uh, but I, I got the, I just remember that feeling like this is so interesting to watch how engaged everyone was and how furious they were. They couldn't figure it out. And in my mind, I knew that there was no answer to it. So I don't know what that says about me, but I wonder if he got some pleasure out of that too. You know, <laughs> do you guys find it uh, disheartening that we seem to fit the, we're in like that, that sweet spot where we kind of fit the description of a serial killer. Like, <laughs> male between 40 and 50 (laughs) spending 17 hours listening to something about yes so Aaron who do you think uh, you think he did it and why do you think he hasn't been uh, the Zodiac Killer hasn't been brought forth because it was him and he died I think that's it yeah I think that he stopped killing after he got out of the mental hospital he was so afraid of going back to the mental hospital and he was older. Serial killers go through a, a, a phase almost like men typically do with sexual drive where they're they're really like high on it when they're an 18. But by the time they get to 50 or 60, they're, they're done, you know, like um, 43. But that's just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the BTK, he was another big serial killer. He hadn't when they caught him, he hadn't killed anybody in 10 years. He went dormant. I think that's probably what happened. And also he started to have real significant health problems. I think so much of it hinges on whether Don Cheney can be believed. Yeah. If Don Cheney can be believed, then he, it's a slam dunk. If Don Cheney is just either delusional or just trying to seek attention, then it, I don't know how much credit, the, the biggest linchpin for me is the watch. It's weird. Zodiac watch. Yeah. On top of everything else. What are the odds of him having that, you know? Right. And apparently Arthur Leon wore a ring with a Z on it as well all the time. Kind of, okay. kind of like just to flaunt it or something. I think there's just too much pointing at him. I think that 
once the DNA came back as not him, then all these other things started opening up. But real in reality, the DNA was faulty. So I think what you said earlier is really key, though, and the the police could have bungled the search warrant. Yeah, and if that happened, and that then that jurisdiction could never bring charges against. Right. Oh, and imagine, movies. yeah, and oh. imagine if you're in that police department in charge of that case and you had all these people, guys, maybe in the police department come up to you and tell you that secret. How much motivation would you have to actually finish this case off? Oh, yeah, never, never. If yeah. you know that he's dead and that there's no more threat, right. you know, and that you did something wrong. Nope. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how many podcasts people out there are bugging right. you. Right. You're I know. just gonna be like, no, you know, it's not worth our time. We need to have a podcast that's just uh, like called like Legal Talk with Matt and Geraldo, <laughs> and you guys can just talk shop for an hour. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Oh, one of the other things uh, uh, they found at Arthur Leon's house was uh, when they walked in, they found a videotape with the letter Z on it. And they were like dying to get to watch this, but they needed to have the warrant. And so they finally got the warrant and they got to watch it. And it's Arthur. No, it has never been released as to what it is, but it's Arthur Lee Allen mooning the camera and cursing at the police. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, is that I, that wraps it up? Well, you know, what could be on that video is him saying, you broke into my house illegally. You can't. Yeah. Because that video has never been released as to what's on that video. They've just, they've just told people that it's him mooning the camera. <laughs> oh, do you, do you guys want to hear about something funny that happened in Florida this week? Yeah, let's do Florida, man, yeah. Nate. Okay. So okay. Um, there was a, a plethora of stories from this week. I was laughing my ass off just trying to choose one. And uh, I couldn't. I ended up going with a, a woman, so it's not going to be this week a Florida man. It's this week a Florida woman. So this Just week is crazy. <laughs> this was my favorite. This week, Florida woman, dot, dot, dot. A Florida woman was accused of smearing human feces on a table at a child's birthday party. <laughs> uh, the suspect, Heather Carpenter, 42, of Sarasota, was charged with criminal mischief and a $1,000 fine, which doesn't seem like enough to me. Several pieces <laughs> of park equipment had to be replaced, and a child's oh. birthday party was ruined and ruined and disrupted. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. After a woman spread human feces across tables and grills at a Sarasota County park, according to the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, a witness told investigators they saw a woman wearing a blue mask, surgical gloves, and putting human feces and fecal matter, I don't know what the difference is, <laughs> on wooden tables and grills under a pavilion at Erfer Park around 6.30 a.m. on December 1st, 2018. So she was, wow, she was wearing a mask and gloves? Yeah. Whose feces were they? <laughs> they were <heard> hers? <laughs> Bottom on the dark web. <laughs> Heather Carpenter, 42 of Sarasota, you are the winner of this week's uh, A Florida Man dot dot dot. <laughs> Oh man! Disrupted oh, birthday party. That thousand dollars should go to the guy that had to clean that up. <laughs> that it's that fine doesn't seem like nearly enough no. to me. Criminal law, though. No. How far is Sarasota from where you live, Matt? Um, two hours. Yeah, not too far. Oh, so not that close. I, I was thinking, close, but I've been. I am like, I hope Matt's never played at that park or something. <laughs> man, like, oh, I know where that is. Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
playground with all the <laughs> brown playground. <laughs> Matt, didn't you, when you worked at High V, wasn't there a phantom pooper that would come in? <laughs> yes, there was. I had to clean the bathrooms as part of my duties. And uh, there was always this person that would come in and just take the biggest crap in the, in the toilet and not flush it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a Chuck guy... Mary. Maybe it was somebody else I talked to that an old man would come in and poop in one of the aisles. Oh, I had to clean that up one time. <laughs> so there's more than a helpful smile in every aisle. <laughs> in my Do you opinion, think this anyway. is gonna last? This mystery is gonna last forever, kind of like Jack the Ripper. They'll find some DNA at some point. Um, like there was a big murder that just got solved, uh, the Golden State Killer. Um, because of Ancestry.com, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yep. now you can. You can find someone that's a relative of them, and you can find familial DNA. And if that matches, then it's likely that that person was the killer. Man, I should have kept that Abraham Lincoln hair. Remember that hair? <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln someday. Wait, why do you have that? <laughs> My dad bought it for me one day. Like yeah. It was some weird thing that he bought, and he said he claimed it was Abraham Lincoln's hair from his beard. And what? What's that worth? How would you value that? <laughs> I don't know, but I think he paid too much for it, whatever it was. And it yeah. was like the tiniest hair. Like, I don't know, like the size of a, I don't even know how to describe it. Like an ant, maybe? A lot smaller like than a, that? Like a pubic hair. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> it was in this little frame. <laughs> some, some guy's like... He's like, uh, hold on, yeah, I got a Lincoln hair. Hold on, let me get, let me get. But it's probably like a like two millimeters long. So what do you what do you keep that in? Do you keep it in like a like those hard baseball card cases or what? <laughs> yeah, it was in a big frame. No, yeah. You put it on a bar of soap. That's how you uh, <laughs> <laughs> you glue it on a chipmunk. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Pickle Loaf Baloney File. Uh, please like and subscribe and tell a friend. If you have any questions or comments or topics you'd like us to discuss, please email plbfile at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>